Good morning, good morning, everyone. I greet you, I greet you, all of you, no matter who you are or where you're calling in from, I greet you in the name of Jesus, the name that is above every other name, and at whose name all will bow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All will bow at his name. Well, saints, here we are again, meeting together to open the womb of the day so that it will give forth the will and purposes and plans of heaven here on this earth as it has already been established in heaven. We give all praise and all glory unto our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who redeemed us back unto the Father, giving us the right to call him Abba. And then we say, Holy Spirit, thou art welcome, Spirit of truth. You lead us in truth as we journey through life. How we rejoice, for we could never find our own way in this chaotic and troublesome world. May we hear your voice this morning. May we hear your voice. Give us a heart that hears what the Spirit is saying and that we would heed it. Let us say what you want said. And do what you want done. Yes, Lord. Let us say what you want said. And do what you want done. I pray that is on the heart of everyone this morning that is listening. And so we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, I want to introduce um, our team to you this morning. My name is Heather Dawson, and I am facilitating the call. Our controller is Sister Tanika Smothers. We thank God for those that make sure we are able to call in and that the call runs smoothly. So we give praise for those that have, uh, you know, they sacrifice too. They get up early, earlier than most of us to make sure that the call is ready. Hallelujah. And then we have uh, Sister Audrey White. She's our intercessor who will lead us in prayer and share requests that have been sent in. So let me say good morning, uh, Sister Audrey. How are you this morning? Good morning, Elder Heather, and good morning, Sister Tanika. I am doing fine this morning. Pray that you both are doing well. I know you are. God bless you this morning. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And God bless you too. I receive that. I'll take all the blessings that God has. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So it is good to have you, Audrey. And may the Lord use you this morning at uh, our time of prayer. And may the Holy Spirit just flow freely um, in Jesus' name. And then we have our own bishop. 
Bishop Christopher Carl Smith. And he is going to be bringing the devotion this morning. Hallelujah. So good morning, Bishop. How are you and Pastor Adrian this morning? Good morning, Elder Heather. We are doing fine. Uh, How are you? (laughs) I'm on top and I'm rising. Thank you very much. I am good this morning. I'm glad you're doing good this morning. And good morning to Sister Audrey and Sister Tamiko. Good morning to everyone on the line. It's good to be with you all this morning. Amen. Amen. Well, we're grateful to the Lord for you and Pastor Adrian. Um, you know, you you answered the call, and the call in this age that we're living in is not easy. It is a difficult and a troublesome world, but you have committed and dedicated yourselves. And so we just ask God's blessing and strength to be your portion, that whatever you need, it is already there for you. So we thank God for that. And, you know, we have prayed. And since we've prayed, we're ready. We're ready to receive a word that the Lord has given to you. So I'm going to turn it over to you and um, we're going to listen and we're going to receive. So God bless you, Bishop, as you come. Thank you so much. Uh, Once again, good morning to everyone online. God bless you for getting up so early to have a time of prayer and um, just really get into um, a little bit of devotion to start your day. This month, uh, month of July, we've been talking about pain points. And, you know, a lot of times when, you know, for me as a pastor, I believe I heard God, you know, in what we're discussing for the month to actually strengthen and encourage the believer. And this month, I've been getting feedback uh, from the messages. You know, I've been getting feedback. Members have been sending in letters. Uh, Some people who uh, can contact me have been contacting me from out of the state saying they've been viewing the segments of the message on live stream and said the messages have really been ministering to them because they're dealing with pain. Pain comes in all types of ways, all kind, you know, all types of ways, all types of situations can be very, very painful. Sunday, Minister Rodney spoke on from pain to promise, and you know, you kind of think about it for a minute. You're like, man, how can my pain turn around and have any reward to it? And how can the pain that I'm dealing with bring me to a place of what God has promised me? But God is very masterful with turning around difficult situations, turning around hardship, uh, turning around those things that we deal with that, that we think that we can endure and places a reward on the other side of it. One of the things we have to understand, I believe, that there's reward on on the other side of pain, no matter how severe the pain is, no matter what type of pain is, whether it's a physical pain or emotional pain, there's a reward on the other side of it. And the author of Hebrews, he writes in Hebrews 10, verse 36, he says, for 
you have need of steadfast patience and endurance. I want to highlight the word endurance. So that you may perform and fully accomplish the will of God and thus receive and carry away and enjoy to the full what is promised. And so here he tells us we need patience, number one, because I believe when you're dealing with pain, difficult situations, the first thing you want to do, you want it to do is be done with it. But in this case, he says you need patience. You need endurance. Uh, For myself, let me just speak of my situation. When I started this message, I had no idea I was going to have a hairline crack in one of my molars. It's one of my teeth that are in the back. How it got there, I have no clue. I think the doctor said you may grind or something like that. Well, you know, okay, no problem. I have dental insurance and so forth and so on. I'll just go get it dealt with. I had to go to three dentists before I got relief. The third dentist, who was a specialist, when I set the appointment after full examination, multiple x-rays, the dentist says, I'll actually, you know, do a root canal on your teeth and about two and a half hours, or I come back two and a half hours, they say the equipment broke. The equipment broke? Well, when does that happen? I'm in pain. said the equipment broke, and if we don't get it fixed today, we won't be able to do your tooth until Wednesday because we're closed on Monday and Tuesday. This is a Friday. This is my second week of pain. I'm going, oh, my God. This is ridiculous, but I had to endure it. I had to continue my regimen of what I personally had to prescribe myself to relieve the pain, which was just over-the-counter stuff. But nevertheless, you have to deal with this discomfort. I said something on Sunday that is worth saying this morning. And I'll probably say it again. And I want you to write it down, and I want you to remember this. As born-again believers, this world is the only hell we will ever know. Whatever level of pain, whatever level of suffering that you're dealing with currently in this world, it is the only hell you will ever know. In this world, we have to understand, as believers, we're going to have pain, we're going to have suffering. We're going to have some degree of pain, some degree of suffering, no matter how it comes, whether it's emotional pain, physical pain, uh, 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 you know, whatever, you know, um, or whether, let me use afflicted pain, because pain can be afflicted, you know, from people, you know, We're going to have to deal with those things. But the scripture says that you are in need of endurance because there's something on the other side of it. And that's what we got to get. 
there's something on the other side of it. And we have to understand, people aren't perfect. We live in this fallen world. We live in a fallen world. And so people aren't perfect. People are going to do stuff. The enemy is going to do stuff. But the scripture says that you you have to have endurance. In other words, people say, well, just hang in there and this and that and other and so forth and so on. You know, yeah, that's true. I do need to hang in there. But at the same time, I need strengthening. I need encouragement. And sometimes I'm going to tell you something. You're not going to have people that will come and encourage you. Paul said, I encourage myself in the Lord. You may have to encourage yourself to go through whatever you're going through. Because what we have to understand is that there is something on the other side of it. Because the pain that you're dealing with, the pain that you're experiencing, is only for a season. And will you outlast the pain. That's what it means to endure. It means for you to outlast the pain. And you got to say to yourself, whatever situation I'm dealing with, however the pain came, however it was afflicted, no matter how severe it is, you can outlast the pain. You have to tell the pain, I'm going to beat you, you're not going to beat me. I'm going to beat you, you're not going to beat me. And so one of the things that was said, that, that pain means to continue in the same state without perishing, to be confirmed under heat, I'm going to add under pressure, to, 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 to bear with, put up with patiently, to be tough and take it, put up with it. And so we have to do that because, listen, the last thing you want to do is quit. And you have to make this, you make up your mind and make up your heart that you know something, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to endure the pain. I'm going to go through it. And I'm going to take this thing to the foot of the Lord because the Lord promises me, watch this now, church, the Lord promised me that there is some type of reward. There's a promise on the other side of this. And so I'm going to outlast the pain because I want to get to the promise. That's what you have to say to yourself. Lord, strengthen me. Fortify me. Cause me to be steadfast. Paul said we're pressed in on every side. We're crushed. But you got to keep going. you got to keep enduring. you got to know that, God, you're going to come through for me. And so, Father, today, as I pray for the church, I pray for our members, and I pray for those who have called in, no matter where they called in from. You said in your word that we are in need of patience and endurance so that after we have done your will, we may receive the promise. Father, whatever promise that will come out of this suffering, Whatever reward that's on the other side, Father, grant it to them. Even, Lord God, as you told David in the midst of his zigzag, and there may be people on this line that are dealing with zigzags. It seems like all has been lost. 
But, Father, this morning, as they seek your face, give them answers. You told David to pursue. David went after his enemy that caused him and his men to deal with such severe pain. But, Father, you gave them the ability to overcome all, but they had to fight. Sometimes it requires a fight. And sometimes fighting is not physical blows and punches and all those different types of things. But, Father, I believe there's a spiritual warfare that has to take place. There's a fight in the spirit. And, Father God, I declare in the name of Jesus that you will help us as believers put on the full armor of God, Father, that we can be able to endure the blows of the enemy. For you said we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, spiritual wickedness, and high places, Lord God. And so, Lord, you said consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And so, Father, I declare this morning, you will give us the ability to persevere as we deal with pain. Father, you said in your word, no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and every tongue that is risen against us in judgment is them and proven to be wrong. Father, the weapon has formed, but I declare today it shall no longer prosper. I thank you, Lord God, that today marks the day of victory. Even, Lord God, as we, Lord, come in tonight and go before you in an encounter, Father, it will be a day of great rejoicing, a day of great praise, a day of great worship, a day of great healing, and a day that will mark the victory, Father. Even as you gave David and his men the victory, they recovered all. They brought back the spoils, Lord God, that the enemy had stolen. Father, I declare someone this morning will recover all that the enemy has taken from them. Because you said, let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, in the right season, we will reap if we do not faint, if we do not give up. Father, we will not give up. There may be someone on the line today that is weary. I declare you will not give up, that you'll put all your faith, you put all your hope, you put all your trust in the Lord. For you said, Father, in your word, the Lord himself goes before us. The Lord will be with us. He will never leave us, and he will never forsake us. Therefore, we're not to be afraid, and we're not to be discouraged. I declare that God will give you the endurance. God will give you the patience. God will give you the steadfastness to stand up under the pain. Stand up under the pain and outlast it to get to the promise. We thank you for it. We declare it, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. The word was great that you brought, Bishop, but that prayer. I pray that everyone that is on the call this morning, that you heard that prayer that was powerful, that you came up under that prayer, and you said, yes, God, in your spirit, man, you were shouting. You were shouting victory. 
yes, I can do it. I can make it no matter what. It might look impossible and it might be extremely painful. But with God, with God, all things are possible. And if there is victory, there's victory. There's a promise on the other side. So don't give up. Just as Bishop prayed this morning, that was a powerful prayer. And I know for myself, I received it. And I'm sure all of you were saying yes, yes, yes. So praise God for that uh, word this morning and for that powerful prayer. At this time, I want to go to Sister Audrey. She's going to come at this time, and she's going to take us to the throne of grace and mercy and share the needs of others that might have come in. We encourage you to send in your prayer requests. We will pray over them in faith, believing that you will receive. So we do come in agreement at this time as um, Audrey comes to pray. Audrey, please come. Thank you, Elder Heather. Thank you, Bishop. Powerful word, powerful prayer. I feel like I I received an injection of hope this morning (laughs) and a reminder of God's goodness, so thank you. Um, Good morning to everyone that's on the call this morning. We have several requests, uh, as we mentioned at the top of the call, this chaotic world. um, There's so much going on around us, and with all of that chaos, the needs of the people are increasing. So the request that we have, I'll start with one from Dolores for for Marcus Jackson. She She's asking that we continue to pray for him, that God has uh, started a healing process in his body, and they're seeing, he's seeing improvement. He's uh, able to move the upper parts of his body. Uh, we um, thank God for that. He recognizes that it is God's hand that is on him that he's also being influenced by friends who are uh, using drugs and just bringing um, negative influence into his life. So, Father, we lift up Marcus this morning. We thank you for the work that you have started in his body. I thank you, Father, for just touching him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. I know we prayed for him before. Father, we know that... um, the work that you start, you are faithful, and you will complete it. And so we're thanking you for the manifestation of his recovery. Father, we ask that you would uh, help Marcus to keep his mind on you. We pray against every ungodly influence. You said that we should not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. So, Father, I pray that the uh, the influence of the negative spirit would be severed in the name of Jesus. We lift up those friends of his, those quote-unquote friends of his, and we pray for their salvation. We pray that they would turn around, Lord God, that uh, they would see the light that's in Marcus, Lord God, that instead of them influencing him, that he would be a positive influence on them. Father, we know that you desire that they be saved, so we just lift them up and we pray for a change in that relationship that they have in Jesus' name. We thank you, uh, Father, for this request. Uh, Dolores says that she continues to pray for those who are addicted, who have any form of addiction and mental illness. 
So uh, we ask that you, Father God, will fill the souls of those who are struggling, that they would come to see your goodness. Father, that you would infuse them with hope as we had an infusion this morning. I pray, Father God, that you would interrupt their uh, assignment and every strategy of the of the enemy, that they would uh, turn to you, Father, first and foremost, and this eschew evil like Job did in Jesus' name. Our second request is from uh, is for Miss Thelma Lucas, who um, whose husband transitioned a few days ago. So, Father, we lift up Thelma. We lift up Mother Thelma, and we ask that you would heal her broken heart and bind up every wound. You said that is precious in your eyes, the death of your saints. Father, we know that as believers, we don't mourn as the world does. We know that there is a blessed hope and that uh, Miss Thelma's husband is in, uh, in your presence. But, Father, the separation, this earthly separation is nothing less than painful. So we're lifting her up to you, and we're asking that you would help her to hold on to, to the hope that you have given her, that she would receive the grace that you have already provided to her. Father God, that you would give her the grace to go through this season of mourning, Father God, and bring her to that point of joy. Father, you said that weeping will endure for a night, but joy would come in the morning. Father, let her not get stuck in this season of grief. I pray that she would be reminded of your goodness, how you've you've kept her, Lord God. We know that this uh, calls for an adjustment that she needs to make, but I pray that she would be surrounded with so much love and that she would hold on to her faith, Father God, that her hope would remain in you, Father, that she would see you comfort her and uh, receive the Holy Spirit's presence and the work that he will do in her heart. Let every need be met in preparation for uh, her husband's home going, Father God, and I ask that she would want for no good thing. So bless her, bless her family, and know that she's concerned with Lord God. Let her know that you are also concerned and that you will provide in Jesus' name. We thank you for that. Hallelujah. Father, I just um, want to thank you for the honor and privilege of coming before your throne with all of these requests. You know, as believers, we we have hope, Father God. We can see the promise even throughout pain. Um, but some, Father God, who are struggling can't see that there is a promise. They may not even know about a promise because there is so much pain. So, Father, we are lifting up Miss um, Bianca Smith and her family. She's saying that she needs a fight. They need a financial blessing as a family. Um, they have they're currently four months past due on their rent and facing eviction. Um, they have no food. It's heartbreaking. She has two. Uh, small children, ages one and three, and they've tried, uh, sought, sought out resources and, on every side, and nothing has come through yet. So she's saying, please pray. Father, we're praying for this family. You said that we should not worry as believers about what we'll eat or drink or wear or where we would live. That if you care for the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, how much more do you care for your people? We know that you care for this family, Father God, and we ask that you would provide, make a way, Father God, where Bianca is saying there has not been a way made. And Bianca, I would encourage you to call the church office and um, receive um, help. Uh, Father, I ask that you would um, um, help this family in, in with, with every need. 
You are Jehovah Jireh, Father God, and I pray that they would not go without food. They're calling it food insecurity should not be named among us, Father. I ask that you would let food be on the table, that there would be uh, roofs over their heads, Father God, that their need would be met. Father, I thank you for the provision. I thank you for uh, um, moving on the hearts of those who give, Father God. You said that when we uh, give to the poor, that we're lending to the Lord. So I pray that this family would no longer go without, Father God, that they won't uh, 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 suffer eviction, Father God, and that those children would not be hungry or no one else in that family would be hungry. Father, we thank you for meeting the need of Jehovah Jireh. We just give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, and we say thank you for that in Jesus' name. We have a request from the evangelism ministry. Uh, several needs have been identified. Father, we thank you for the evangelism ministry and the work that they do, the boots on the ground, those who are in the trenches, Father God, out there seeing the needs of those in our community. Father God, we thank you that we don't turn our heads, we don't turn our eyes away from the poor, Father God. So as this ministry is out uh, with the shower ministry, they're asking for for prayer for those that they have encountered. They've encountered Tracy, who is um, recovering from kidney disease and going through treatment. Father, I thank you for making a way for providing the medical care. I pray that everything that would be done uh, regarding treatment would work uh, well with, with Tracy's body, that there would be no adverse effects, Father God, that um, that healing would come. We thank you for those who treat. We know that they do with their uh, which you've gifted them to do, Father God, but we're calling on you as the great physician, Father God, Jehovah Rapha, and we're asking for healing for Tracy of kidney disease in Jesus' name. They're asking for prayer for um, Michelle. Michelle needs deliverance from the streets and needs to be saved. So, Father, we lift up Michelle and we pray for uh, salvation for Michelle in Jesus' name because you desire, you love her, and you desire that she and her whole household actually be saved. I pray, Father God, that the stronghold that the streets have on her would lose its its luster to her, that she would grow weary, Father God, of all of the the life of the streets, Father God, that she would turn to you, Father, bring her to the end of herself, Father, that she would call on your name and be saved. We lift her up, Father, we come against anything that's blinding her, Eyes, Father God, we take the blinders off our eyes. I ask that you would give our ears to hear, Father God, as this uh, team is out ministering. They're bringing your word, Father God. So I pray that her ears would be opened, Father God, that our heart would be opened, that fertile, uh, that hard ground would be broken up, Father God, and that your word would fall, fall on fertile ground and produce a, a, a a seed, Father God, that would grow into a bumper crop and that Michelle would uh, see you and uh, see your love, Father God, and fall in love with you and, and ask, what must God do to be saved in Jesus' name? So we just uh, lift this up to you, and we're just believing for her deliverance, Father God, from the streets, and we're believing for her salvation in Jesus' name. They're asking for prayer for Robert and Jason who need housing and employment. Father, we ask that you would provide for them. I ask that you would uh, open doors, Father God, if, and show them favor. I pray for employment, Father, gainful employment, Father God, a job that works well with what with, with they need, their schedule, the uh, pay, Father God, uh, uh, 
conducive work environment, Father God, where uh, they enjoy going to work, not being uh, harassed or, or in a hostile environment of any kind, Father. I ask that you would provide for them more than enough of what they need so that they can take care of themselves and those and their families in Jesus' name. So we thank you for uh, blessing and providing for Robert and Jason, Father God, um, housing and gainful employment in Jesus' name. We're praying for Jerry, who uh, they're asking that the test results that he's waiting for uh, come back negative. Father, we're thanking you for the good report, Father God, from the test that Jerry has uh, taken. We're praying for negative results, Father God. We just uh, just proclaim your healing promise over Jerry. You are his God, or uh, you are their God that heals them, Lord God, and I just ask that you would just touch uh, Jerry's body where it needs to be touched and let your healing virtue flow in Jesus' name. They're asking for prayer for Sophia. Sophia's homeless. She's mentally unstable and she's pregnant. Father, I thank you for your compassion and your love for Sophia. Father, I ask that you would keep her and that you would protect her out there in those streets, Father God. I pray for the, her safety. Lord God, I pray for the safety of her unborn child, Father God, and I just ask that you would keep uh, Sophia, that you would cover her, Father. She may not even be in a place where she's able to to, to hear uh, hear from you, Father God, but I pray that she would see the love, Father God, starting with this evangelism team, Father God, that, uh, that she would know that she is loved by you because as they hug her and speak to her and uh, provide for her, Father God. Those are your arms and, and your words that are being uh, covered, that are covering Sophia, Father God. So I thank you for keeping her. I pray that her, her child is born healthy, Father God, that there is placement for both of them, Lord God, that she, um, uh, that, that child and that she is in the custody of someone who, who uh, loves them, Father God, and who cares for them, would not abuse them in any way. I pray that every need would be met. There's so many needs, Father God, and I know that you are mindful of each and every one of them, Father God. So I thank you. I thank you for uh, for keeping all of these uh, uh, people that we've lifted up to you, Father God, close to your heart and mind, Father God. And I pray that they would see your love, Father God, that they would... See your goodness, Father God, and I ask that you would continue to move. I thank you for the resources and the provision that has been put in place, Father God, that they can uh, get a first glimpse of who, that you do care for them, Father God, and that I, I, I thank you, Father God, for the honor and privilege of lifting them up to you, Father. So have your way. Let your will be done in each and every one of these uh, requesters' lives, Father God, and I thank you that you would be glorified, you would be praised, and they would have the testimony that if it had not been for the Lord on my side who brought me through, Father God, who helped me to hold on, Father God, and after I had suffered for a while, that then I saw the goodness of the Lord. In Jesus' name, we say thank you for it. Amen. Amen. Oh, amen. Amen. Did you not hear every one of those needs that was lifted up this morning? We thank God because we know that praise reports are going to follow because he said if we ask, if we ask and we believe, then we will receive. So many requests, so many uh, needs in people's lives, and it is an honor to pray for them. Thank you, um, Audrey, for praying so beautifully for each one of them. And we will continue to hold them up as the Holy Spirit reminds us 
throughout this day of those requests. Hallelujah. I want to go back quickly to Bishop and see if he has any further thoughts for us this morning before we close out. Bishop, do you have anything else? Well, you know, you can't overlook and ignore after hearing Sister R.G. White's prayer that people are in pain. Mm-hmm. People are hurting. People are dealing with despair. People are, um, even believers are allowing the enemy to use them to inflict pain on people. And and I don't know if they know it or not. I, I, I don't know how the enemy stir up content and division amongst brethren, but he does. We have to make sure we're not the one afflicting pain on We have to check our motives in everything we do. We have to watch our conversation in everything we say and not be a community of gossip and all these different types of things. Maya Angelou wrote, I learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. When someone's wronged you and inflicted pain on you, you don't forget it. You may forgive it, but you will not forget it. And that's why the Bible says, Brother offended is harder to win than a strong city, and contention is like the bars of a castle. And that's why we have to be very careful. We're already dealing with enough pain in the world because we're living in a fallen world and it's getting worse. We don't need to allow the adversary to use us to be an instrument for him. We, as the church, need to make sure... We have the antidote. You can call it antidote. You can call it a vaccine for pain. And that antidote or vaccine is love. We have to love folk because we have to understand our faith doesn't remove the pain, but it gets us through the pain. Trusting God didn't diminish or vanquish the anguish, but it enables us to endure it. Please hear that this morning. I believe if we can endure the pain, there's always gains on the other side. Endure the pain, whatever pain you're going through, knowing that your answer is the Christ. Your answer to overcoming, your answer to victory, your answer to winning, winning, your answer to getting to the promise is the Word of God. Amen? Well, have a great day. I hope to see you all in person tonight because we're going to go out to the Lord tonight. We're going to pray. We may cry. 
We may <laughs> do a whole bunch of stuff tonight, but we're going to go after God tonight. We're going to worship and praise, man. We're going to have a good time. And so uh, looking forward to seeing you all tonight. God bless you all to heaven. Amen. Thank you, Bishop. Um, yes, tonight, do your absolute very best to come out. Um, it is going to be a great time. When you come with expectancy, you're going you're gonna to receive. So from pain to promise, we have need of endurance. You know, another definition of uh, endurance is uh, getting through the trial or the pain without compromising or wavering. See, we can make it. We can make it when we rely on God to be with us. You know, we must run to God, run to him, not from him, and seek wisdom from him because he'll give it to you. So seek wisdom. And you know, faith must come also. You've got to have faith. Bring faith in this endurance, this, this um, walking through the pain without compromise. Faith must come also. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. That's what Hebrews 11.6 says. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. There's the promise of them that diligently seek him and remain steadfast and sure, and you get to the other side. Any pain that those this morning, any pain that those of you this morning are experiencing, it's not in vain. Remember that. It's not in vain. To get to the promise, to get to the promise, you must have endurance. Father, help us. Help us to not run from the pain, but see that you, the great, the great I am, is with us. I pray in Jesus' name. I pray this in Jesus' name over each and every one. We're going to open the line for a time of praying together in our heavenly language. If you've not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, all you have to do is simply ask, Lord, fill me. I receive this infilling. I want to have my prayer language. So, Lord, fill me now. And when you say that, open your mouth and speak because he will not deny you. He will not deny you. So we'll see you tonight. Come on out. It will be a marvelous time. So please open the line and let us worship together for a few moments. Praise the 